TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Welcome to Overnight America with Ryan Recker on KMOX. Sponsored by Michael's Flooring, the flooring experts. Michaelsflooringoutlet.com. And welcome back to Overnight America. It's Hancock and Kelly sitting in for Ryan Recker. And uh, if you're listening to us there in St. Louis area or across the entire country, you know how important it is to be able to know a little bit about Cardinal baseball. You know, John, you can't live in St. Louis without talking a little Cardinal baseball. And so you're one of those people I go to whenever I want to like dive a little deeper so that I can sound intelligent with my friends about talking about Cardinal baseball. So are you right if I quiz you a little bit? Bring it on, brother. All right. What's the latest with Yachty and Wayno? Uh, how much longer until we're going to know if either of them are going to sign with the Cardinals again? Well, the fact that they haven't signed yet is not particularly good news you know i will say i would like to see yadi and wayno in their careers as cardinals with the cardinals that said um i don't know that it makes sense uh from a baseball business point of view and let me get into this a little bit so you've got yadi Ermolina. he's 38 years old he's looking for a two-year contract He's looking for 10 to $20 million a year. Um, the Cardinals have two young catchers in the wings. Um, Andrew Kinsner, who's the backup now, who's highly touted, good offensive uh, catcher. And um, um, the other catcher, I can't think of his name, but he's, he's in the minor leagues, and he's also highly thought of by the Cardinals. So you've got – Herrera, that's correct. And so um, you, you've got that situation going on. And then, you know, with Wainwright, he is 37 years old, uh, came off a really good season this past year, won, four, uh, won 12 games for the Cardinals, had a good year. and um, But perhaps the Cardinals, with that salary, if, if they commit to those salaries in 21 and with Yachty 21 and 22, it's going to tie their hands some as they move forward. And I almost think that, um, you know, the Cardinals are not going to win a World Series next year. It's, it's pretty clear they've not added. Look what the Padres have done over the last 72 hours. Incredible uh, what they've added to that team with Ian Snell and now Zoo Darvish. And uh, they, they've really done uh, a tremendous job. They're going to be 
very competitive with the Dodgers for the National League, and the Cardinals just aren't there. They just don't have the talent. And the one of the problems that the Cardinals have had is they've been so good for so long that they never get the top draft choices. So there's a school of thought that if you let Yachty and Wayno both go now, you're going to free up some salary room. In 2021, there are some huge free agents coming on the market that could really make a difference on this team. And plus, you've got to kind of see what you've got with these young pitchers. If if Wayno's in, if Wayno's taking up a spot in the rotation, you may not know what you've got in Matt Libertor. You may not be able to start um, Alex Reyes and, and see if he can take that spot in the rotation. So I almost think it makes baseball sense for the Cardinals to. As, as much as I hate to see it, say goodbye to those two players. When do you think we'll know one way or the other? Well, um, spring training still a ways away. Uh, clearly, there's some teams that are going to express interest in those guys. You know, we've talked about uh, the, the Chicago White Sox, where Tony La Russa is now the manager. Uh, both of those guys know and love Tony, and he knows and loves them. Uh, the White Sox are very close to being a World Series contender. <clears throat> They've got uh, very deep talent. They've got good starting pitching. Uh, their offense is incredible. Uh, you know, if you if you put a guy like uh, Yadier Molina behind the plate with that pitching staff that they have, and you add Adam Wainwright as a fifth starter, uh, they become very tough. And that's a place you know you could see those two guys going, and even San Diego. Uh, would be potentially well, a place where, where yeah. you could see the two of them going. So uh, in limbo is the answer to the question. We don't know, uh, but it's not being driven by the Cardinals. It's being driven by others. So the Cardinals hopefully are going to get a chance to react is what I'm taking away. Yeah, I think that's right. So they're okay. they're going to go out and they're going to get their best offer. They're going to come back to the Cardinals and they're going to say, here's what we have. And then it's going to be up to John Mozalak and the DeWitts to determine whether they want right. to invest that money. All right. So obviously we know the Chicago White Sox come into this storyline because of uh, Tony La Russa. Let's go north in Chicago. What's happened to the Cubs? They seem to be in a fire sale. Is this more than just a fire sale? Is this a full-on implosion? Yeah, the Cubs are in trouble. Um, they've... You know, they've got payroll that they can't sustain, and uh, they lost a ton of money last year. So, yeah, the, the Cubs and, – and the other the other thing for the Cardinals is that, you know, if you look at the competition in the National League Central Division, none of these teams, whether it's the Cardinals or the Cubs or the Reds, who we thought were going to be so good last year and they didn't quite get there – or the Brewers, who were ascendant and now not so much. None of these teams have improved themselves appreciably. So, you know, the Cardinals... Yeah, there's, there's a bigger story going on with the Cubs here, isn't there? Like, I mean, we're, we're seeing a team in free fall, right? This is beyond, like, uh, rebuilding season. This is a team that that's just falling apart. Yeah, I mean, potentially. Uh, Kyle Schwarber is going to be gone. Um, Chris Bryant might be moved. And yeah. Darvish uh, is gone. Darvish is gone. You've got, you know, Lester is getting old. Um, so, yeah, I mean, they've, they've got many, so, many holes there. 
So meanwhile, the Dodgers, they've been running away with the National League for the last three or four years. Right. Uh, and we're seeing the Padres essentially going all in for next year. Padres. Is that what's happening? Padres are going to be good, man. I mean, the Padres. Well, of course, but yeah. they, they could be the only challenger to the Dodgers. Interesting they're in the same division. Yeah, I think that's right. I mean, you haven't, you know, the keep an eye on the Mets. Obviously, the Atlanta Braves uh, have a very good ball club. It remains to be seen uh, what they're going to end up doing with Ozuna. But they've got good young talent. They've got a good young pitching staff. And Atlanta, it looks like they're going to be a competitor for the foreseeable future. And and the, the problem the Cardinals have is, is that they're, they're a good team. And they've been a good team. And they probably will be a good team this year. Heck, they may even win the Central this year. But they don't have... They don't have the makings of a World Series winner as they are constituted now, and that's with or without Wayno and Yachty. Uh, they're not going to this. This team's not going to win a World Series, so that's the that's the real problem they have. Well, there you have it. There's the common man's explanation of everything going on baseball. Hey, what will baseball be on time this year? We're going to be a little bit delayed. A little late, yeah, yeah. Do you think we get a full season in? Uh, I don't. Um, I think it'll be it'll be more than the sixty games we had this year. Fans but, in the stands? Uh, probably by late summer. I'm guessing. I mean, it depends on how the how the vaccine gets d- distributed, and every state's going to be different. You know, just like football. In some states, you have fans. You know, three thousand people in the stands. In some stadiums, you have nobody, and that's all going to be up to the local governments and the state governments there but i do think that certainly by the time the playoffs roll around you'll probably have full stadiums and the owners will start getting that revenue and that's going to be very important to the lifeblood uh and when we come back michael yeah buddy the age-old question Uh uh-huh was the new england patriots run due to the brilliance of bill belichick or due to the right arm of tom brady we're going to talk about that Next, right here on Overnight America on the voice of St. Louis, KMOX. Get home fast and informed. Total Information PM starts weekdays at 4 on St. Louis's News Radio, KMOX and KMOX.com. Welcome back to Overnight America. It's Hancock and Kelly sitting in for Ryan Record. Boy, that guy has a special talent doing this late night shift, doesn't he? Indeed. Yes, he does. And, you know, you brought up one of the greatest questions, and I think it's somewhat relevant with Tony La Russa, so go with me on this. All right. You asked the question about Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. Yeah. Uh, what what would just the chicken and the egg? What was first? And, of course, Tom Brady and Bill Belichick's first Super Bowl championship, John, I was there. That was in New Orleans. Tom Brady came in uh, to that game, wound up winning against the St. Louis Rams. 2002. Uh, Yeah, right after September 11th that year. Uh, Anyway, uh, when I think back, I do believe that there's a great argument to be made that it's Tom Brady that put it together. Uh, Because, look, Tom Brady seems to be excelling now down in Tampa Bay. Um, and he's transforming that offense to look an awful lot to like to what uh, New England's looked like. 
Mm-hmm. At the same time, I liken Bill Belichick to Tony LaRusso, one of the smarter folks within that sport. And I think Tony LaRusso and I'm Bill Belichick are more on a long term trajectory. So I'm not sure that the history can be written yet on what makes the most sense because I think Bill Belichick's, you know, gets a little more time not being an active player, being an actual coach to show what he's up to. Makes me think about Tony Larusa, Albert Pujols. You know, Tony Larusa's won a couple of World Series, but he's always had that core player there around him. Now here he is getting ready to go to Chicago. Uh, Albert Pujols left St. Louis, never won another world championship. Uh, can Tony LaRusso win one without uh, Albert Pujols? Yeah, that's a, that is interesting. Um, <clears throat> you know, Belichick was a great coach in Cleveland. He was a great coach with the Giants in New York. And then, you know, this run in, in uh, New England for nearly 20 years of excellence and six Super Bowls. Uh, consistently in the playoffs, you know, you can you can say that Tom Brady was an exceptional talent and contributed to that, and he did. But the system that Belichick had, and remember, football is not just offense; it's defense. Um, Belichick, I think, is perhaps the greatest football coach of all time, and and what he has sustained, you just don't see this, uh, particularly in an era of salary caps where you know, teams can't retain all of the players they want to retain. And the Patriots, because of the system, were able to plug people in, you know, whether it was Wes Welker, whether it was Edelman, even Danny Amendola for a couple of years, uh, wide receivers, you know, not not necessarily Hall of Famers, but solid players, and the system worked for them. And Tom Brady fit that system, and he was an exceptional quarterback, no question. But I think Bill Belichick, you know, even as bad as the Patriots look this year, they just don't have the talent. They don't have the players. Uh, I think Belichick is owed. Um, what's going on over there? <laughs> you, got, you got some wind blowing over there, Kelly? That's not me. Oh, all right. Well, it's not me. Uh, but anyway, I, I think I think Belichick really is the reason that the Patriots did what they what they did. Interesting, um, but but yet we do have the performance of this season to look at. I mean, he doesn't have a slouch of a quarterback. He's got um, Cam Newton. Cam Newton up there. Tom uh, Brady's down in uh, Tampa Bay. Uh, really seems to be working that offense with a lot of older. Yeah, they got some good core receivers down there, but he's also brought in some of the veterans like he's had in the past. I think that's it. That's an interesting narrative. I think it's too early for that story to be written because I think Belichick gets a little bit more time. And I got to tell you, if Tom Brady takes Tampa Bay to being a playoff contender and and maybe getting a run deep in these playoffs, that's impressive, dude. I mean, oh, this guy's is not yeah. only the goat. I mean, he goes down to a really irrelevant area and brings forward, uh, you know, a team uh, to playoff stature again. Yeah, no, it's it's a big story, and um, no doubt, you know, I'm going to be really interested to see if Belichick has it in him to rebuild the Patriots franchise because they they've got they, they just have a dearth of talent, particularly on defense. Their defense is awful, 
And if he if he can put in the two, three, four, five years to rebuild that program, I think that will establish him without question as the greatest football coach of all time. Uh, you know, Tom Landry, notwithstanding, I right. think you're going to see Bill Belichick as the, as the greatest. If if he can do it, he may not be able to do it, and he may not want to do it. That's the other thing. I mean, uh, you know, it's one thing to be on top of the heap and you go to the playoffs every year, you win a Super Bowl every couple, three years. Uh, but to, to go back to ground zero and start over again, um, yeah, that's a – that's a tough road to hoe. Hey, hey, while we're on the conversation about uh, quarterbacks uh, and Tom Brady, you know, this game that's being played right now in the NFL, John, Peyton Manning doesn't even know this game. Um, yeah. The quarterback's role has changed that much in it such is. a short period of time. Yeah. And look, Patrick Mahomes, he's the master of it. He may be the exception to the rule. I think he's going to have a long career. I think he's going to go down as one of the best of all time. But that style quarterback is going to have a hard time having a long life in the NFL. Um, well, and I, I wonder if there's even a chance for a Peyton Manning, a Dan Marino, a John Elway, a Drew Brees under this new style quarterback that where you've got to be able to run and be able to take a punch. Man, those guys get beat. Yeah, well, if you go back in the history of football, um, the quarterback position used to be a running position. In fact, the forward pass didn't even exist uh, in the early years of football. And so there's a sense in which the modern, quote, modern quarterback is really a throwback to the very earliest time of football. Now, I think there will always be a role for the dropback passer if they're accurate and good, you know, the Kurt Warners, um, the Dan Marinos. And, that you know, those, those players will always have a role to play. But you're right. The position has transformed in the last decade, and, and now you've got all these guys that are running and passing, and they're equally good. I mean, they can, they've got great arms. You know, we had – there were running quarterbacks throughout – the history of football. I'm thinking of a guy like Bobby Douglas in Chicago, who just wasn't a very good passer, but he would run for a thousand yards as a quarterback. Uh-huh. Um, you know, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about somebody that is equally dangerous running the ball running and, and passing. Yeah. Russell Wilson being really the prototype. Oh. Uh, of He's that the MVP of the NFL, is he not? Could be. Could I, well, I, you know, I think you could make a real case for Aaron Rodgers. Uh, and what he's done in Green Bay this year, and Pat Mahomes, of course, is always in the running for MVP. But what's happened is the quarterbacks have become this dual threat. Uh, it's been really interesting to me to see how running backs, as a uh, as a focal point, have diminished. And you know, you you don't see teams drafting running backs in the first and second round anymore. They're kind of plugging in people there because the because the quarterback is as much of a threat on the ground as the running back is, um, and that the running back positions really kind of kind of step back if you look at the modern football era. Yeah, it's interesting. I was watching one of the pregames the other night. I stole that line that Peyton Manning doesn't even know this game, but. It, it really is true if you think about it and how much the game's changed and uh, recently. Hey, we're going to step aside. We've got a 
couple more hours with you right here on KMOX and Overnight America. We'd love if you'd like to join us at 314-436-7900-1800-925-1120. I want to talk about are you a slow eater or a fast eater? I'm a notoriously mm. fast eater. Yeah, you but are. I'm trying to change my ways. We're going to visit huh. about that after this on KMOX. News Radio 1120, KMOX, the voice of the Cardinals. Overnight America, it's John Hancock and Michael Kelly sitting in for Ryan Recker. And uh, I've been trying to change my eating habits, John, and uh, huh. I don't know, I'm one of six kids. Um, so I don't know if this is a throwback to those days. Uh, where maybe when the food got tossed on the table, we were all just going for it, and you ate as quickly as you possibly could. But I can eat an entire meal in just a matter of a couple of minutes. Um, <laughs> it. And I enjoy every second of it. Uh, uh-huh. it's, you know, People say, oh, you're not even getting a chance to enjoy your food. No, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm liking it so much, I'm wanting to get as much as possible into my belly. Um but what I've been trying to do recently is consciously slow down. Hmm. And, uh, and uh, you know, I don't know how successful I'm being at it, but to really, like, chew every bite and slow down. And they tell me that that's a good way to lose weight. What do you think? Well, that's what they say. And uh, the other day, I, a couple of weeks ago, um, I came out and we shot pool together. Yeah. And uh, you bought sandwiches. Now I'm a fast I'm a fast eater. I mean I I eat quickly and I, I get I get uh, criticized for it often by my family members. Okay. And you know I'm working on this uh, wrap uh, that you know it was very good. It was a chicken. Uh, what was going on there? It was uh, we had chicken avocado and there. Was called, I think it was called like a raging Cajun. Uh, it was so avocado. good. It was so Some place in South City. I think it was called the Food Shack. In fact, that's I'd like right. one right. I'd like one right now. Uh, I think that's what we're calling. <clears throat> so I'm chewing this thing, and I got the you know a little bag of potato chips there, and I'm moving right along like I always do. You know, thinking that uh, yeah, it's like a hundred yard dash. You're going to be first, buddy. I look over. I've still got I don't know four bites left on this thing. You're done. Done. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. And not just with a sandwich. The chips are gone. And <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 I, I want to say it was like two minutes and 17 seconds. I mean, it was unbelievable. I, you know, Carl Lewis uh, could not run a race. <laughs> like, I mean, it was unbelievable. And uh, so, so you're, you're telling me that you're turning over a new uh, lettuce leaf and, and trying to eat a little slower. Is that right? I am. Well, side note, let's put a pin in that part of our conversation for a second. Carl Lewis has a service that he subscribes to, so anytime he's discussed, he gets a notice sent to his phone. Just oh. wait till Carl Lewis is getting referenced to a conversation that took place in St. Louis about a about, about a chicken fast wrap. Eating. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll bring a little okay. joy to his life. Yeah, uh, hey, but so go, so Carl. you're Enjoy. what you're what you what you're telling me is that you're yeah. masticating. You're masticating your food at a at a slower rate these days. Well, I I typically do that quickly as well. So, um, uh, you know, I just I do everything so doggone quick, and I need to slow down. And you do. so, what I've tried to do, like today, 
the food got served to me. I'm, I'm, you know, I was sitting at a little place outside. It's very cold out. Uh, it's very cold out. I had a chicken sandwich and I said to the, um, I said to the person that I was eating with, look right now it's two o'clock. I'm going to still be eating at two 30 and as two 30, uh, came around, well, I was pretty much eating all their leftovers because I had plowed through my sandwich. But so I was it a, to consciously <clears throat> slow it down. You know what I'm saying? So what was it? Was it a cut in half sandwich where you had two different parts, or was it one self-contained unit? No, it was one self-contained unit. Oh, okay. So you just plow through the thing, and yeah. then uh, what'd you have with it? What were your accoutrements? Uh, I believe, uh, there was, uh, a little bit of, uh, salad and mm-hmm. there was a little bit of f- fry, like a, a French fry. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. So you had three things going on and you three could things. not make those, you could not make those three things last until two thirty. is what you're telling me. No. In the course of 30 minutes, I had hit inhaled all three of them at a much slower pace than I typically would have. And so I'm hopeful that by consciously focusing on the food that I will continue to slow how quickly yeah. I'm eating and ultimately eat less. Well, let me help you. Let me help you out, buddy. All right. Help um, me out with this. Mama Hancock, uh, my dear, God rest her soul, my dear mother, uh, she would tell us that we had to masticate our food um, 35 times. It means you chew, count your chews. 35 times. So you take a bite of food and you, and you count the number of chews. And when you get to 35, then you swallow. And if you will masticate in that manner, uh, what you'll find is that the length of time uh, upon which you're eating your meal is going to elongate. And uh, according to Mother Hancock, uh, that, was, uh, that was a very healthy way to go. So your your problem, Michael, is that you are masticating too quickly, <laughs> and not uh, applying the proper number of chews to each bite of food, thereby putting your health in in great risk. So that's my uh, that's my. I assessment. hadn't thought about it. I hadn't yeah. thought about it that way. But yeah. I, so I, I, I am hopeful to like slow it down and like be more conscious. But yeah, you know well, what? I I don't yeah. feel as though I'm getting cheated. Like you get lectured by these food people. These people who want to teach you about food, you know, they're usually weigh about what eighty-five pounds, right? And they're they're quick to tell you, like, listen, here's here's what you're doing wrong. Here's what you're doing wrong. I'm like, no, I I got a thigh that weighs as much as you. Yeah. Well, I'm, they weigh know, eighty-five it's pounds. It's easy for you to tell me what you think is going to happen here. They so weigh. You, yeah. Go ahead. They they weigh eighty-five pounds because they masticate their food. Yes. And uh, so, so I'm you know, when I do that, when I put the when I put the duck, um, when I put the duck can, the can of duck stuff in Gus's bowl and I throw a little I throw a little scoop of uh, dry food on top of it. And I mix it around. Chunk, 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 chunk. The dog will consume that food in about nine and a half seconds. And um, that's not the way we're supposed to eat, Michael. Uh, we're not supposed to be Gus digging nine and a half seconds worth of a bowl of food and a half a can of duck. But uh, is, we're supposed is to, Gus we're less supposed happy? To, is Gus less happy because well, he's he fat. ate his food in nine seconds? He's, he's fat. And well, um, so the point is... So what's Gus, your excuse? I eat too fast. 
I, I can, I mean, I just, I just wolf things down. And, and the problem is when you wolf it down, it doesn't make its way to your stomach to tell you you're full and you're still eating. You're still shoveling it in. And yet your stomach doesn't know you're full, but it's going to be full if you would have only masticated your food 35 bites at a time, you'll eat less and it'll take longer. That is uh, so when your grandma would give you this lecture, my mother, my dear mother, your mother, 35 bites. Where did she pull out 35? Well, I'm sure it came. It's a family, you know, from back in the old country. Yeah. Yeah. Where is the old country? Besides Pulaski (laughs) County. (laughs) Well, the old country is uh, probably uh, jolly old Britain over there. (laughs) Really? Yeah. 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 You're a Brit? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Scotch, Irish, you know, one of those. Um, yeah. Got well, a little bit listen, of. Listen, the Irish don't want to be called Brits. Like, oh, yeah, I know that's true. Uh, are you watching The Crown? I am. I am too. So, I just started uh, the third season. Me so too. I saw the first episode. Don't spoil anything. All right. So I'm four episodes in. Oh, on the you're fourth, much further I'm, than me. I'm on the fourth season. So are you watching Diana and all that stuff? Yeah, just yeah. the start of Diana. Okay, just the okay. Start of Diana. All right, yeah. all right, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I've got, I'm in, and uh-huh. uh, it's good. It's very good. Yeah. Very good. It's a great program. I enjoy it, and I don't take it literally. I, I have a hard time with all these people who are, oh, well, you know, this is 100% real. Well, it can't be 100% real. It's got to be a story. Because you weren't there. Yeah, sure. right. It's, it's a biographer, and. No biographers got it completely together, and so they're no. you know they're highly critical of of the family over there and holding them accountable. And it's like I don't know, man. Everybody's a little too hyped up. I mean, it's it's obviously a story based on true events, right? And uh, you got to take everybody's account. I mean, Diana's right. account it was different than Charles's account of yeah, you know, commit the whole Camilla thing. That's interesting. Well, it, well, there's a lot of smoke there. So wherever there's a lot of smoke, you have to wonder how much fire is there. You <laughs> well, know what I'm saying? You it's like election, saying? like election fraud. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, let's step aside. We'll come back and close out. We're going to take you all the way to the top of the hour and the start of a new day. It's Hancock and Kelly on Overnight America right here on KMOX. This is Overnight America, sponsored by Michael's Flooring, the flooring experts. Michael'sFlooringOutlet.com on KMOX. And welcome back to Hancock and Kelly as we take you all the way up to midnight where you'll get news and the latest on what's going on in the country. Hear about the continually warming uh, air right now in St. Louis as it continues Mm. to get warmer. Hey, Johnny. um, Yeah, buddy. I'm trying to cut back on streaming services, but I think the best way for me to answer my own question is by me telling you what my favorite shows right now on television. All right. All right. Okay. You hit on one of them. It's the crown. It's a fabulous program. Yeah. It's on Netflix, correct? Right. Yes. Yes. Okay. The second one is a place called, uh, it's called the, uh, morning show and it's on Apple TV. It stars Steve Carell and Jennifer Aniston. Now, that still story. only had the, the one season, right? That's just one season of that, correct? That's right. Okay. That's right. It just had one season of that. Okay. And Seen then um, I, I really appreciate that program. And then 
uh, on HBO, I, the best show, I think, on television is a show called Succession. Okay, hmm. so now I have three shows on three streaming services, and the reality is, is I probably really don't watch much beyond that. Right. So I'm trying to figure out which streaming service to cut back to, and I don't know what it is. Now, well, most of my friends are talking to me about Disney, not because they have kids, but I guess there's a bunch of Star Wars content and, of course, yeah. all the Warner Bros., you know, right. all that right. Right. production. I really appreciate HBO and the intellectual thought that goes into some of their stuff. Mm. And then, you know, Netflix is such a part of our culture. Am I going to be forever to be a part of three or four streaming services, or can I just eliminate them all yeah it's not good none of this is good you know i've got i still got cable all right you got (laughs) cable yeah and i'm paying i don't it's just you know every time i think every every month when i send the payment in i think i gotta get rid of this thing but i never (laughs) do and then Uh i got the hulu i got the i got the uh, i got the uh, amazon thingy i got got that i got the netflix what do you want um, uh, the crown. Uh, and okay. I really don't, I it, really, it's Georgianne. She's, she gets into all this stuff. And so, um, you know, and then you got, you know, you got the haiku thing there that you, you whatever you call that. Roku, uh, Roku, Roku. Yeah. 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 You got the, that thing. And, and, uh, I don't well, know that's what a that's simple controller. Uh huh. Yeah. And then, you, <laughs> and so then, and then I got, then I'm on the, then I'm on the matchroom dot live to, to watch my snooker. And right. then, and then I got the DAZN to watch snooker, which is $19. D-A-Z-N. Yeah. It's $19 a month. And then I, as soon as the tournament's over, I cancel. So, uh-huh. you know, I pay, you know, <laughs> you and then pay the match, for one month. Right. And the matchrooms, matchrooms, a dollar 98 a month. It's a bargain. Yeah, right, but they right, don't right, they right, don't right. carry all the tournaments, see? And it's it's sneaky. Uh-huh. These people are sneaky, Michael. They're 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 miserable people. And and they're all out to get us. Um and so you end up So who are you keeping? I don't know what I'm doing. I, I'm I'm paying you know let's be honest, this isn't a decision you get to make. In, in the old days call. well, in the old days, you, you got your rabbit ears out, you put them on top of the TV. Yeah. You might have had a might have had an antenna on the roof. Uh-huh. And you got your, you know, you got your channel two, you got your channel four, channel five, channel nine, channel 11. And then you get the little round thing out. That's probably before your time. Uh, but you get the little oh, round that's how antenna. You got channel 30, yeah. That's how you got channel 30 on the, on the yeah. UHF. Right. Um, and then, you know, if the, if the clouds were low, you could get the uh, St. Louis football Cardinals on the Hannibal station uh, right. when, they, when it was blacked out in St. Louis and you could watch the game that way. And all of it was free. And that's uh-huh. how that's how we and now then you had the cable. And and so here I, I, I don't know what I, I gotta be paying, you know, I could probably I could probably hire a butler for what I'm paying for all these streaming services and cable. I mean it's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Seriously, you, have you priced a butler? <laughs> no, <laughs> but I bet I could. I bet I could get one for what I'm paying for really, all this stupid all television stuff. Well, yeah. I'll tell you what: you dump yours, and I'll dump mine. Well, the butler, you, so, you can have them in the morning. I'll take them in the evening. Here's the thing: if I get rid of cable, uh-huh. can I can I get my local news? How do I do that? I, I got to have the haiku then, right? 
Well, I don't think so. I think Hulu, I think Hulu allows you to do that. Now I have AT&T and all I have is internet. And, yeah. uh, but I get local channels on AT&T and if I'm traveling, it, it won't allow me to see the St. Louis, uh, channel when i'm traveling it it has me watch the abc channel of the city that i'm in does that make hmm. sense yeah so like they get what you're up to um so if you're moving around you're just going to be watching whatever locale you're in which is helpful for post political types because we want to advertise to people now what about what at. about all the quote cable channels you know your fox news and your cnn's they're all on and there. yeah they're all on there um it's just it's through the internet i mean it's an app, like you know how when you go into Netflix on your television, yeah. that's that's essentially what I'm doing with uh, streaming AT and T cable. Essentially, that's all it is. Hmm. Yeah. So, okay, so I so I can get my local stuff without the cable. Yeah, all you're getting is the broadband. You and know, what you can about get the broadband from AT and T? You all can right. get it from Directv. You can get it from Sprint. You can get it from you name them. What Cardinals? about my what about my Fox Sports Midwest to uh, watch the Cardinals? No, that that you, you, you that's a that's an add-on thing here. Uh, but yeah, I I have that. That's all on AT and T. I pay for then one they have, service. Then they have the the YouTube thing with you know every time you look at a you know Charlie bit my finger, they to try and sell you a YouTube subscription. Um, yeah. yeah, what's that? I don't know what to tell you about YouTube. Um, the YouTube is a little scary to me. I'm not. I, I'm not done YouTube, but uh, okay. YouTube has everything on it. Huh. It has everything on it. All I know, all I uh-huh. know, is that I'm spending way too much for television, yeah. and it's got to stop. Hey, and so maybe you, you know what? You and I have a, a habit together, and I know we only got a couple more minutes left in this hour, so I want to talk about it because. It just occurred to me this is the perfect time to deal with it. We yeah. both save the change that we accumulate oh, yeah. in a day and we put it into a large drawer or yeah. a large jar. Yeah. I've been doing this for 10, 15 years. Lots of people Right. Do. Yeah. I think New Year's is the perfect week to go cash that money in. Oh, do it. And say 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 there's $180 worth of change there. It's oh. $180 I should spend on something to have fun to try to rein in a good new year yeah. and not, uh, I mean, who knows that it would be 180 bucks, but maybe it's 80 bucks. But I think it's like, don't you think that's a good tradition to start that you just yes. use it for something? Oh, I did on, mine. On yourself. I, yes. I did mine like a year ago, uh-huh. close to $400 in change. Oh, now you could go on a trip on in, in my house, in my car. I mean, everywhere. And yeah. I bet you I got another hundred bucks now, just in the last year. And I don't even I don't even use cash anymore in during during the pandemic. Right. Um, you know, I credit card for everything. Yeah, but we still have a bunch of change, and it's a it's a fun thing to do. That's what I'm doing for New Year's this year. I hope uh, everybody has a great New Year, John Hancock. This Are is you? The last uh, time you and I will be on the radio together. It it is. We'll be on New Year's Day. By the way, we will be on New Year's Day, so you got to be on. Oh, um, really? Yeah, yeah. What time are we on? Eight thirty to eleven. Okay, and, I'm on. Uh, we're going to have Day. a lot of we're going to have a lot of best of segments, but we still have to be there to talk through them. So uh, okay, yeah, cool. Please, please be on. And uh, yeah, what are you doing for New Year's Eve? Any uh, party? Anything I- special? 
no, well, you can't go outside. You can't, uh, you know, you can't be around lots of people. So I think I'll probably watch Dick Clark again this year, although it's Ryan Seacrest <laughs> these days. And I but guess he, Dick Clark's been gonna... dead. Dick Clark's yeah, been right. dead for a decade. Yeah, yeah, he has. It got kind of sad there at the end when they kept showing him. Uh, yeah, it was. still doing it. it. But you know, yeah. it is still Dick Clark's Rock and Eve. Uh, yes. Just, it's just hosted by Ryan Seacrest. Well, there you go. So um, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to watch Ryan Seacrest or An- A- Anderson Cooper and um, Andy oh, Cohen. Geez. Give me a break. Really? Yeah, You're going to watch CNN. that. I like those oh. guys. Yeah, whatever. Uh, A- AC360. So, yeah. <laughs> in, in, a, in a perfect world, yeah, we would be, we'd be playing snooker. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, dropping the red ball in, in the a, corner in pocket. a communal place. Yeah, yeah, that's what we'd be doing. <laughs> well, I want to thank Nathan behind the glass. He's done a great Thanks, job. Uh, well done, and all of you for listening. If you're in fact listening, and then <laughs> Michael Kelly and John Hancock, Ryan Recker will be back in 2021. We'll see you around the corner on KMOX. Peace and love. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com.